welcome to episode 311 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I am joining this week once again from Dharawal Country. And I am Melissa Ellis and I am coming to you from Wurundjeri Country. Ah, how are you Mel? I am good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Tired from home renos, but otherwise good. Home renos, how did they go? Have you built your deck? Well... I think it's a bit generous to say that I built it, but I, I helped build it. <laughs> well, do you have a deck? I do have a deck, yes, and it uh, it still needs coating, but I am over the moon, overjoyed, and big thanks to to mum and, uh, yeah, mum's partner for, for helping out with that. Wouldn't have been possible without them. Let's give him a shout-out. Who's mum's yes. partner? <laughs> thank you to Ken. Oh, thank you, Ken. Yes, 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 definitely got the skills. Are you enjoying yeah. your deck? Yes. I just need it to stop raining here and there so I can seal it up and not be nervous about that. But that's okay. That'll happen. <laughs> That'll happen. <laughs> Yeah, but you, Mel, you you had a bit of an adventure. Yes. So on Friday gone, I travelled up north to Queensland to join Simon Mackley at the eighth anniversary of Callumvale Park Run on the traditional lands of the Yuggera people. Callumvale was the one hundredth event to launch in Australia and was celebrating an eight theme. Mm. A delayed flight meant I only arrived at my Redland Bay accommodation in time for bed and was up early dressed in my 80s outfit for Simon to pick me up for the 30-minute drive to Park Run. It was awesome to see so many of the community in fancy dress with the local athlete's foot also in attendance. Oh, there's a bit of irony. Um, <laughs> I had planned to run the event and I did manage to run almost the first kilometre before tripping on air and falling heavily as I passed the start-finish point for the first time. <laughs> oh, the runners around me were very kind to stop and render assistance, insisting I stop and rest, but all I could think of was if I stopped, I'd never be able to go again. So determined and foolish as I am, I jumped <laughs> up and continued on. The Callumvale course describes itself as a figure eight which it does loosely resemble, but in reality, it's a two and a half loop and it did feel like I was never going to get to the end. Feeling a bit alone and fragile, I made a call to friend Renee for some moral support, but was then met by Simon who returned on course to accompany me back to the finish. Simon also kindly presented me with a super duper at the end, which I promptly stuffed into my sock to soothe my screaming ankle. Brunch was enjoyed at the local Paws Cafe, which was also conveniently next to a 24-hour medical centre. I spent a very enjoyable afternoon hosted by Simon and his beautiful wife, Carolyn, meeting Jackson and new puppy, Jasper. And because I didn't have enough excitement in my day, my flight home was cancelled, bringing panic and a dash to the airport to sort out a solution. Thankfully, the amazing Kim at Jetstar got me onto a Qantas flight home and I even had a VIP. <laughs> and I even had a VIP ride in the terminal buggy to save me walking the long distance from the gate to the airport bus. To be honest, I'm not really sure what Mel's tourist tip should be today. <laughs> Perhaps it should be when travelling, ensure you have an adventure buddy on hand in case 
things go wrong. Mm, mm, wise <laughs> suggestion there. I mean, airport buggy is probably a bridge too far, so travel buddy is a great, great alternative. But it was a fantastic morning at Kellen Vale. So, you know, my dramas aside, the community was so vibrant and so lovely really enjoyed my time there. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that that gave you a bit of balance and really hope that you're starting to feel okay, not hurt too much, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Yeah. I have a very swollen ankle and yep. the results of the x-rays and the ultrasound are not yet in okay i don't believe it's broken i I initially thought it might have been broken because i did feel i heard a crack as i went down Mm -hmm. Uh, but it would seem that it is uh perhaps just a very bad sprain yeah and as dogs are barking in the background can you hear that yes that's i can not quite sure what's going on. Bambi's concerned. Bambi's checking <laughs> yeah, on you. Perhaps. Oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, that was just what was going on in Queensland, Ollie, but we had more going on around the country. We sure did. We sure did, starting with a launch. Mm. Yes. So uh, welcome to the newest member of the WA Parkrun family. Is it Dobbin Park, Mel? I believe so. Yes. And, I mean, what a contingent. So I am reading off your notes, your hard work here. Just let's be clear who's done the work this week. You don't have to tell them that, Ollie. Just own it. (laughs) No. Truth. Truth. Everyone wants truth. So that's 35 of 77 finishers being genuine first-timers, which is an outstanding new community kicking off in a new park run. That sounds lovely. It does. And I looked up where Dobbin Park was, Ollie, because I had no idea. I really don't know WA. I've never been there, not yet anyway. And when I looked at the map, it's it's filling a big park run void because Mm. roughly halfway between Perth and Marina Park Run, which Mm. is in Geraldton, is that right? Uh, not in Geraldton to the best of my understanding. Um, oh, yes. No, no, of course. Yes, Geraldton. Okay. I'm confusing it. Yep, it is absolutely yeah. Geraldton. So yep. there isn't really another park run in the general vicinity, so it's filling in a nice gap there, uh, and it looks like it's an out-and-back course in both directions at Durian Bay. So surely won't be too long before one of our – Channel 5 News crew in WA gets out there and sends us a roving report. Yes, and I've just emphasised the fact that I do need to get to WA so I can learn my WA geography a little better. So uh, (laughs) thank you, Parkrun community, for encouraging me to do that. And I should also say the 35 out of 77 first-timers, that stat was brought to us by uh, Chris Fraser. Oh, thank you, Chris. Hmm. Now, we've had some anniversaries. So... A happy, a big happy 11th anniversary to our Parkrun family in South Africa, which I read reliably is their turquoise anniversary. Oh. Yes. Wow. Are you going out and doing your own research? (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit of a stretch to call that research, don't you think, Mel? So the 10th anniversary in Ireland, Ollie? Yes. Would that be Emerald? Uh, Do you see what I did there? Oh, well. (laughs) Aren't they the Emerald Isle? Or, or if I got that wrong. That would have been very fitting. Very fitting it would have been, <laughs> yes. But no, you're right. Yeah, 10th is diamond. But happy anniversary. Uh, when they get to their 20th, 
that will be their emerald anniversary. So 10 years to go and we can really oh. celebrate. <laughs> right. We've had some announcements coming out of Parkrun uh, in the form of milestone vests. Yes. Um, and I haven't checked all of them out yet, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but I think clearly that would suit some climates quite well. <laughs> especially ours. And I thought yes. you would be extra excited about this, being that you do like to run in a vest. You are a vest runner. Well, as what do we call them here? Not vests. We don't call them that. Singlets. So we should use our own terminology. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When I think of a vest, I think of almost like a knitted vest or a volunteer vest. Oh, yes, so, true. But, yeah, singlets. I jumped onto the UK store because they're not in the Australian uh, parkrun shop. Oh, uh. Okay, yes. They are in the UK store and to order them, you have to first put in your barcode number. Now, it's probably a while since I've tried to order anything online along these lines, but, yeah, so I had to try to, like, pretend I was ordering something. Uh, mm -hmm. I put in my barcode number and I guess that the store will check your barcode to make sure that you are eligible to order whatever you are trying mm. to order. And once it does those checks, then it allows you to go forward with the yep. purchase. And it is in pounds. So mm -hmm. it came to with postage uh, around 18 pounds 28, uh -huh. which is a little bit of a strange figure. But, uh, and I did a rough calculation, which came to about $32 Australian, just over $32 Australian to order a vest. Yeah. But yeah, it seemed to go mm. ahead okay. So obviously, the UK store is happy to post those to Australia. But also, there's new milestone buffs, Ollie. Only they call them snoods. Hmm. That's a funny word, a snood. A snood, a snood. A s yeah. I really feel like that's something that uh, is out of a Dr. Zeus book. I'm sure the <laughs> Lorax, they knitted snood. Didn't the Lorax knit snoods out of the truffler trees? I didn't do my research on that. But <laughs> Have you not read your children the Lorax? Well, it has been some time. Uh, generally, it's green eggs and ham. Generally, it's green eggs and ham. The Lorax has been a family favourite in my household. But apparently that's, that's a need. Oh. <gasps> Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Sorry to fact check you, Mel. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I'm sure there were snoods in something. No. Well, in fact, I believe... Snood. I'm also finding hits for a... Um, a snood with that as well. So I'm I'm really confused. I think we're going to have to rely on our adventurer community to to clear this up for you us. You are finding hits for a snood in the Lorax. Well, I'm finding hits when I when Dr. I Google Zeus. snood and Doctor Seuss. So oh, maybe it's that Christmas Doctor Seuss one. What's the the Grinch? Maybe it's in the Grinch. That was Doctor Seuss, wasn't it? I, I believe so. Hmm. Oh well. You you hear the typing in the background? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I might be wrong. Covering all the all the, the big hitters <laughs> this week, but great options to help people celebrate. So for those that do want to order, I was just going to jump in and say I am led to believe that, as is the case mm -hmm. with the milestone badges, the snoots mm -hmm. can be ordered by anybody so they can be ordered as gifts you don't have oh. to have achieved them as in a milestone shirt to be allowed to order them 
So go ahead and buy all the snoods. Yes. Cover yourself with your goals. Released conveniently in time for Christmas. That's right. Well, I suppose it's a nice way for people to have something when they complete their goal. Yes, if only if we'd thought of that earlier. Hmm, never mind. Mm. But, Ollie, this week we have two roving reports. We've got Tracy coming to us from Robel Domain and Sarah from the West Side coming to us from Whitford Nodes. So why don't we have a listen to them now? Good morning, parkrunners. This roving reporter has roamed across the river to Rebel Domain. Where is that? It's Springfield. And it took me all of 30 minutes to get here. I know, right? Had to bring a cut lunch with me. Okay, I think I found the course. There's lots of people heading hmm, across a bridge and down a path. I'm going to follow them. Bye. Okay, I've just started on Rebel Domain parkrun course. Uh, we've done a little loop and already there's people coming back. I don't know what's happening here, Mika. <laughs> All right, so um, with this course, Tracy, they are they're going to sort of head up to the top here. It's a bit hard to say that when you can't see my directions, but anyway. So they head up to the top, then they actually go all the way back again and past the start, and then they come back again right. to do this section again. Right. And then we come down and finish just down here on the grass. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a loop-de-loop. Okay. Yes. Back and forth. And um, is it all on um, this park? Yeah, so all of it's in the Robel Domain Park um, and all on footpath. So right, right. except for the tiny little grass bit at the very end. Okay. So so when I heard about Robel Domain, I thought it was a big green area. Um, so it sort of is, but could you describe Robel Domain for the people at home? Uh, yes, so it is, it's a pretty large park. There's a lagoon that's sort of associated with it that's just sort of beside where the start line is. So that's usually a good uh, ticket to come along and go do something fun afterwards as well and cool off. Um, there's a few large green patches, lots of barbecues, a few playgrounds. And then over next to the park, you've got a cafe. Next to the lagoon, you've got a cafe as well. So. And can I just mention the cafe doesn't open at 6.30 in the morning. And if you're looking for a cafe at 6.30 in the morning, you need to go find the McDonald's, which is approximately five minutes away. I don't think you need to know that, but hey, I, I just thought I'd share that with you. Now, Mika, is this your home park run? Uh, officially, I call Ripley my home park run, but this one is the closest to me. So um, it gets equal love. Oh, <laughs> yep. And what are you doing this morning? You're just coming out for a walk? Yeah, just doing a wander this morning myself. I've brought a, um, a newbie along to the cult today. <laughs> so my, my sister-in-law has joined us for her first park run. She's visiting from Sydney. So she's off with my son and my husband right now and they're running. <laughs> and what's her name? Coralie. Coralie, welcome to the cult. I mean, sorry, family, family, family. P- parkrun, family. Yes, we, we are so not a cult, not, not a, a cult, cult, not a cult at all. <laughs> Alrighty. The lady does protest too much. <laughs> Looks like we're going uphill. Might be a good time to pause it. Thank you for chatting with me. Alrighty, I've finished a uh, Robel Domain parkrun and I found Lauren who was chatting with on the course. And Lauren's got some really interesting stats. Lauren, you were telling me... Um, Let's see, I think this is your 150th park run. 100, 
180 something, maybe 181. Mm-hmm. I've done about 63 different parkrun courses mm-hmm. uh, across eight different countries. Wow. Uh, I love doing parkrun touristing and chatting to wonderful people such as yourself, uh-huh. Tracy, um, along the way. And can you tell me uh, what were the um, countries again? Countries, so my first one was St Peter's in Sydney, Australia, and then home to New Zealand to um, do a few over there. I've also done Singapore, Japan, uh, the USA. I did Chrissy Field in San Francisco when it was still running, so nice to get that one under the belt. Also Bushy Park, I did my Bushy Pilgrimage in 2019, very exciting. And Denmark and Germany, is that eight? It's definitely eight, and that might be it. Anyone else feeling a bit jealous here? <laughs> well, Lauren, I'm going to put you on the spot okay. and say, with all of these wonderful park runs and countries, top three, but you can't say your home one. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I will just say my current home one is in Wollongong, Sandon Point. It's beautiful. It's a lovely run along the coast, along mm-hmm. the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, not on the beach, but along the coast. Uh, so... Bushy Park, I've already mentioned. That's the Bushy Pilgrimage. I don't know. I felt like I was coming home somehow. Um, the Sam- Chrissy Field in San Francisco, When th- that course, we ran out towards the San Francisco Bridge, mm-hmm. the Golden Gate Bridge, and then we ran. when we ran back, it was like we were looking at Alcatraz. So that was wonderful. And then, this is a real tricky one. I am on the spot. Uh, hopefully, maybe some of this time can be uh, edited out. But let's say I'm going to pick one in. Now it doesn't what have to be just because of its scenery. Could be Queen, the okay, so Queenstown, New Zealand oh, yes. is beautiful. How did you go today? Oh, I loved it today. This is a beautiful course. We're in Robine Domain in Springfield Lakes. So beautiful. It's through, um, it's a nice flat course, um, hard surface. So if you like grass and trail, this one might not be for you. However, it goes through a beautiful, um, there's an artificial lake in the neighbourhood, there's bush forest, um, lots of shade, ticks all the boxes, and the people have been amazing. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's excellent. Well, thanks for chatting with me. Okay. Thanks, Tracy. Have a good day. See ya. Okay, adventurers, I have finished Rebel Domain uh, Parkrun, and I have both the ED and the RD. So, ED is... Darren. And RD is... Janine. And how did it all go today, Janine? Fantastic. Yep, really good. Beautiful day. Uh, Lots of positive... Uh, positive people from uh, other park runs and uh, yeah great day hmm, excellent and Darren how long has this park run been going uh, this is the 10th one oh, um, wow. but this one actually took over from um, Augustine Heights which closed uh, before COVID started so oh what yeah. happened with Augustine Heights uh, well it um, every year we've got to do a risk assessment and the risk assessment went in and uh, it was discovered that we were crossing driveways so that's not allowed oh. so it had to close. Right. So is this the same event team that came over from Augustine to Rebel Domain? Yes, everyone, except for a couple of new people. We've um, actually got seven or eight crews now yeah, that, yeah. that do this. And this looks like a really nice area, a very community-minded area. Would you agree with that? A oh, lot very of much so. Very much so. And I could never understand why we never had a park run in this sort of park area, this mm. Rebel Domain. So mm. it's brilliant and it's bringing everyone out for a run or a yeah. walk or whatever they want to do. I've noticed a lot of park walkers here how many people would you say here today Janine uh, I think we got two f- hang on 
think it was 250 or 250 something wow. close to that i actually thought we were going to get 300 today with the type of weather we had but yeah, there's awesome. a big uh, a big celebration next week and there was Ooh. one last week so we've got the quiet week in between oh wow <laughs> I, okay sorry i missed it what's the celebration next week where's the party um, oh no i think it's i don't think it's a party i think it's one of these um prime number things where oh. they yeah, if everyone yeah. likes their likes to get their eleventh, so yeah, uh, yeah, that's next week. Oh, it's a yeah. Fibonacci. Fibonacci. Okay, go. for adventurers listening at home, it's the Fibonacci number eleven next week. If you've listened to my previous report, I'm not explaining that again because we don't go there again because we don't talk about that. Look, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for talking with me. Great event today. Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed this and have a good day. You too. Have a great Thank weekend. You for all right, team, it's Trace in a Tutu signing off from Rebel Domain Parkrun. See you on the view side. Bye. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah here for Channel 5 News Crew reporting in from Whitford's Nodes Parkrun this morning for event 222, checking off my Nelson's Challenge. And this morning I'm here with Jane Ingalls and Stu Anthony. And good morning, everyone, and thanks for volunteering. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your parkrun adventures and your parkrun journey so far? Yes, so I started coming to parkrun as part of Body Up Australia, and um, I have done 15 uh, volunteer roles and 21 park runs and sometimes park walking. Awesome, very good stats for volunteering. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Buddy Up Australia? Sure, Buddy Up Australia is an organisation that focuses on the health and wellbeing of veterans and first responders. We do that in three ways. We do it through arranging physical uh, events and uh, wellness events and purposeful volunteering. Awesome. And do some of those people actually come down to Parkrun as well? Yes. Sometimes we've got a whole crew down here. Um, Today there's only two of us here, but even that, that's enough. That's an event. Fabulous. And what does Parkrun mean to you? Um, I love the the ability to just connect with random strangers. Everybody's very encouraging. It uh, doesn't matter how slow the slowest person walking is, everybody still gives them a lot of encouragement. And I think that's really rewarding. I agree. I love that about Parkrun as well. And is there a volunteer role? Seeming your volunteer stats are pretty pretty on point. Is there any of the volunteer roles that you enjoy more than others? Um, I think... Oh, Probably the timer is one I really like because I get to yell and encouragement at everybody as they go by. But um, the other one, which is super competitive, is we all like to do tail walker because we get to do the five kilometres as well. Yeah, that is always a a popular one. And um, we've got one of, I think, our first finisher here today. Is that right? (laughs) That is. (laughs) I said it. It's okay. You're not bragging. I said it. (laughs) And um, can you tell me one of your parkrun goals at the moment? Uh, Parkrun goal is to get back under 18 minutes after three knee surgeries in the last 18 months. So it's just trying not to feel old and to get back in and feel fit again. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a little goal there to get back under 18 again, which is a challenge as you get older and older and older. Very impressive, very impressive. I think I'm getting slower as I get older, but I love your goals. Um, and is Whitford your home park run? Home park run, but I've probably done about 10 different park runs in WA. Yep. We even schedule our holidays around park runs. Well, I do. The wife Fabulous. doesn't know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's my secret little planning tool. Yep. Um, so, yeah like to do different park runs whenever we travel 
Fabulous. Um, have just you, mix it up a bit. Have you got any coming up? Any holidays that you've booked secretly? We'll be Margaret River Park running at the end of the year and Albany uh, Mount Clarence Park run in January. Nice, both so. beautiful and on my probably my top three. Yeah, so yeah, fabulous. Nice, <laughs> yeah, fabulous. And what's the furthest park run you have completed away from Whitford's? Uh, furthest from Whith- Whitford's would be Albany um, yep. to the south, and we did the soft start for Durian Bay park run uh last weekend so yep. they have their first official park run today but we joined in at the soft start just randomly when we we're up there wow that's cool shows that you can just travel and we i randomly stumbled across a park run which awesome. was, is amazing that you can just go on a holiday somewhere and just randomly yeah, find a is. park run that was meant to be i say i think so yeah and very exciting wa will have a j now so cool thank you for Excellent. sharing your oh, park run journey great for talking thank, thank you. you bye so I'm back in the car, lots of two twos out for the 222 event at Whitford's. Um, Whitford's is 25 kilometres from the Perth CBD, travelling in the direction of north. Um, there is one decent sized hill. Aside from that, there are plenty of downhills and flat paths. Um, it also tracks along the coast. So after today's um, run, I actually jumped straight into the Indian Ocean, which is a nice perk at this time of year. So if you haven't checked it out, Whitford's is definitely worth it. And congratulations, Ollie, on your 250 volunteers. What an achievement. And thank you very much to Tracy and Sarah for the roving reports and uh, another Nelson event popping up, Mel. Yes, there was uh, a 222 out there at Whitford Nodes. That was Sarah coming to us with Jane Ingalls, who uh, began because of Buddy Up Australia. That was interesting to hear about Buddy Up Australia, Ollie. Uh, And Stu Anthony, who was first finisher and schedules his holidays around park runs. Who would do that? Our kind of people, huh? (laughs) Yes, he's our kind of person. Yeah. Not a cult. No. And Tracy um, was talking to Mika who brought along her sister-in-law. So good work, Mika. Yes, bring them in. That's the way. (laughs) Lovely to hear. Uh, But, Mel, I have to admit, I was distracted. I was looking up uh, the definition of snood after our discussion and I didn't realise it had so many meanings. Yeah, so uh, it certainly does, uh, according to the very reliable source of Wikipedia, uh, does refer to a band or ribbon for keeping hair in place uh, or a small hairnet or cap, but it also refers to a short line of horsehair, gut or monofilament, uh, which uh, a fish hook is attached to a longer line. Wow. And and also the flap of erectile red skin on the beak of a male turkey wow. is a snood. Mm-hmm. Keep listening to the Parkrun Adventurers for more learning. And finally, a piece of clothing to keep the neck warm. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And Ollie, just to uh, add to the different names that you can refer to such an item, I believe they're also known as a thur in certain mm. parts of the world, perhaps over the Dutch. Over the Dutch, yes. Fascinating, fascinating. So, yeah, there we are, all the background, uh, snood from Middle English and other origins. Hmm. But we should talk about Dazzers. We should. Who's first? You. Now, this week, well, Dazza was making everything green in celebration of, well, you. 
Yeah, <laughs> a two fiftieth volunteer and other two fiftieth celebrations. And Dazza said, "You know, what can we get you? Lime milkshake, a glass of green cordial, cappuccino with green sprinkles. Come on in and tell us all about your parkrun adventures today." And coming on in, first of all, we had Kath Atkin in New Zealand, who said. Western Springs Park Run done, a three-lap hilly loop around the lake by Auckland Zoo. Loved it. Ooh, it's by a zoo. That sounds fun. It does. And we also heard from Natalie Soper. She was touristing. She was also in New Zealand. Hobsonville Point Park Run in Auckland done mm. by the water. A big commitment to Park Run tourism after attending a wedding yesterday and still on Melbourne time. And Natalie shared a photo of a lake, must be adjacent or at Hobsonville Point, mm-hmm. a beautiful lake and very blue skies. Yeah, that's got to be worth the morning for sure. Nice work, Natalie. And Mel, we heard from Beck Bailey, who was at home and said, provided this Zoomy photographer with a bit of green on his 250 volley this morning at Shell Harbour. Well done, Ollie. My highlight this morning included run walking up Point Break Hill and seeing all the Zooms coming down toward the camera. People who knew Zoomed and people who were unsure just copied everyone else. (laughs) Can't wait to see the Shell Harbour album when it comes out. And Beck did share a photo of yours truly in his green tutu, zooming, plus a second pic of Beck zooming to the finish line. Oh, what's with Point Break Hill? Well. How did that name come about? It overlooks the surf beach. Hmm. So Point Break being the reference to a uh, surfing movie. Oh, right. Yes. Right, right. Yes. Okay. Ah, thanks for your post, Beck. We also heard from Heather Morgan, touristing as well. Didn't wear my green shirt as I only packed an old event tee on my tourist trip to the other side of the state. Coon Warra for me, underpasses and bridges for the win. And yes, I pressed the button and joined the Adventurers Club officially. Oh, nice work. Well done, Heather. <laughs> and. On the fronding fronts, we heard from Sonia Polman. Happy birthday, Sonia, by the way. A delightful surprise of a mini frond at the beaches. Missed Michael Sharp in this pic, though. And Sonia shared a photo at the beaches with P1, P2, Luke, and new listener Georgina Devine. We also had a post from Bruce Purdy, our ideas man. This post, Ollie, had the most likes. And Bruce said, congratulations, Ollie, from everyone at the Wallaby Track Park Run. Now, it was Wallaby Track's return after the recent flooding Yes, on their alternate alternate course but it was a zoomy video from a wallaby track plus bruce also shared a photo of a triple zoomy you did see this video i hope ollie yes i have seen the video um wow (laughs) that is just awesome uh thank you so much wallaby track family and it's nice to hear that you're all back and thank you to the ideas man of course Now, we heard also from Joe McLean, who was volunteering and said, congrats, Ollie, 250 volleys is awesome. Always love the fab vibes you get from volunteering. Number 63 for me today, marshalling at the ponds. How could you not smile in this wonderful weather? 
and Joe shared a photo of, well, of Joe in the Medibank virtual selfie frame showing lovely blue skies. Excellent. I like that virtual selfie frame and I must Mm. admit, I don't really know how to get it or do it. I don't know if you have to be a Medibank customer to be able to access Mm. that. I don't see many people sharing it, so I think Joe's pretty clever. Mm. Mm. We also heard from Michael Schultz. He had a PB. At Scribbly Gums Conservation this morning, I did my first PB since February last year and second in more than three years. I was going almost flat out but took a wrong turn and lost 30 seconds. So I should be able to PB again there next time. Well done, Schultzy, and thanks for dropping into Dazzers. That's right, and uh, that's a nice glass half full approach to things. So (laughs) we look forward to hearing about the PB next time. We heard from Chris Gore, Mel, who had a bit of a milestone over there in WA and said, sorry. Dazza and Ollie. Congratulations, Ollie, on your magnificent achievement, but there wasn't any green for us today. It was all red to celebrate our great nephew's 50th park run. He picked Kalea Park Run, his favourite course, in the hope of getting a PB for his milestone. His previous all-time best was 30 minutes and 6 seconds, set two months ago, and today he beat that with a 29.19. Well done, Christian. Another Kalea Park Runner also had a birthday, so there was plenty of cake to be had and we did see a photo of Christian with the red shirt cut out and a family shot as well with proof of all the aforementioned cakes so yeah sounds like a pretty nice morning and and, an impressive PB. It was Ollie took you know pretty much almost a minute off his previous best it's very impressive. That'd do nicely yes. Wow (laughs) we also heard from Johan and the country anniversary Johan said it was green and a tad wet at Inibos Park Run South Africa today we had Bruce and Jill visiting and afterwards they met with the event teams from the region I'm glad I was timekeeper today because I haven't invested in a wetsuit yet (laughs) and (laughs) Johan shared photo evidence of how wet the course was plus a selfie frame photo of Johan with Bruce and Jill and somebody else Ollie but I didn't catch who the fourth person was in that selfie frame so apologies oh nonetheless looks like a good one now in the uk a bit of a milestone as well we heard from helen rutter who said congrats ollie a small frond at ghoul today my 250th park run lots of lovely friends from england scotland and wales came along lovely cake chat social oh and a run too. <laughs> then a cow half inched my toasted tea cake. <laughs> um, and Helen shared a photo of 250 cupcakes and a finished photo of Helen as well. So a huge congratulations to you, Helen. That's a massive milestone. But also coming to us from the UK was Callum Burrell who had a challenge of sorts. He said, very happy to join in on Helen Rudder's 250th celebrations at Ghoul Park Run. Just being amongst friends was ace. Getting stopwatch bingo completed was an added bonus. And he did that in 257 runs. I'm a bit jealous. (laughs) Callum shared a jump shot. 
and a lovely picture of Helen holding a 250th card with her face on it and a UK frond there with Helen and Callum. I assume Lindsay was there too, volunteering, but I have not confirmed. Uh-huh. No, good work. Good work. Now, on the touristing front, we heard from Jeff Glubb, who said, Hello, Dazza. Late post from the airport while awaiting my connecting flight home. Sarah and I. Ah, oh, that was the word I needed to look up. <laughs> Sluit Lopez. Sluit Lopez? I don't Sluit know. Lopez? Um, tail walkers. Really should have looked that up. Sorry, Jeff and everyone. Yesterday at Amsterdam Bosch Park Run in Amsterdam. It was a foggy start, but eventually by the second kilometre, the sun broke through. It was the best start to the last day of our European vacation we could have asked for. This was my 10th different event, and I got a new flag for my profile. Thanks to Run Director Judith and the rest of the team at Amsterdam Bosch for making us feel right at home. Put this one on your list. And Jeff did share a photo of the park run with Tailwalkers Jeff and Sarah at the rear walking on a very foggy morning. And I apologise for all that pronunciation. <laughs> Mispronunciation, as it were. <laughs> I told you there was another word I was going to look up and I couldn't remember what it was. It uh, was that one. Yeah, I should have looked it up. One job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, so look, it, worth mentioning, there was a big turnout at Dazza's this week, a pretty big turnout. I think as, as we reach our, you know, our Southern Hemisphere summit, we're seeing the numbers grow and that's being reflected at Dazza's, but... Yeah, not not to be left behind are our uh, Northern Hemisphere kin. So thank you, everyone, for popping in. And as much as Mel and I would like to award the Obi to someone, uh, someone else has come in to steal our thunder once again. Mm-hmm. Um, truth be told, because it's all about truth this week, I've got no idea who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. So let's hand to our mysterious Obi announcer for this week. What a cracking day, Beijman. Relaxing on the beach. Drinking a boosty. Beats working. Yeah, you got that right. Can't wait for the cricket to start. Are you going to any big bash games? Are you the informant? Who's asking? I have a delivery. For me? Sign here. What is it? It's for Mel. How did she know you were here? I, I really don't know. Dear informant, can you please record the OB announcement for this week's pod? I'll have a large car of milk waiting for you when you get back to the office. Really? I'm not going back to the office. Who was it? This week's OB goes to Ollie's fake, will be reaching 250 volunteers. Ah, yeah that was valid. 250 official volleys. And everything else he does in the background at Shell Harbour. Yeah. Good man, Oliver. Cheers to that. And congratulations, Ollie, on your OB win. And well done to our delivery boy for finding the informants, wherever they may be. But now it's time to cross to the office lady who's going to do a deep dive and get to know a special guest just a little bit better.
Hello everyone, it's the office lady here talking to you from the comfy chair on level two with a view. I'm very pleased to be back in the office today with a special interview celebrating a very impressive milestone. But before we talk, I thought it might be fun to give you all a chance to guess the guest. So, in the spirit of the Who Am I quiz question asked each year as part of the Parkrun Adventurers Listener Meetup quiz, let's see if you at home can guess who I'm talking to before I introduce him. Some people might describe my guest as a parkrun fanatic. He's definitely a parkrunner with some impressive statistics, and we're going to discuss his most recent achievement in our chat. But first, let's look at his running statistics that are not parkrun related. My guest has completed City to Surf 12 times, with his fastest time being this year in an extremely impressive time of 56 minutes, 25 seconds. He ran the Sydney Marathon in 2016 in 3 hours, 26 minutes, 56 seconds, and his half marathon PB was run this year in 1 hour, 33 minutes and 21 seconds. My guest has described his favourite non-parkrun event as the M2M Challenge, which he might even tell us about soon. And if my research is correct, he's completed that event five times. If you haven't already worked out who I'm talking to today, this one might give it away, I reckon. Later this week, my guest will be running the Point to Pinnacle in support of Carrie's Beanies for Brain Cancer Foundation. My guest's non-running interests include music festivals, Eurovision, the Socceroos and the Matildas, and going to restaurants and wineries with his lovely wife, Kathy. And for the dead giveaway final clue, I'm talking to a man we all know very well who has three daughters and his oldest daughter, Hannah, has just graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Chemistry at Wollongong University. Yes, listeners, in case you hadn't already worked it out, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome all the way from the desk right beside me, Oliver Spake. Welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, Ollie. Thank you very much. Uh, You had me guessing there. You had me guessing. (laughs) Um, Your desk is much cleaner than mine, isn't it? Well, you do have a lot of post-it notes on your desk. There's no two ways about it. But I'm the office lady, not the cleaning lady. You do you, Ollie. I'm I'm okay with your desk, yeah. We're very accepting in this, this office and I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, there's a very special reason for our chat today, Ollie, and it's not just that it was a fun excuse for me to play the Who Am I game. I know <laughs> you were very strategic and tried to let this milestone fly under the radar, but Ollie, I want to offer you a huge congratulations for completing your 250th stint of volunteering on the weekend. Can I start by asking you... What role did you volunteer in for day number 250? Well, firstly, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate the congratulations. And uh, though I was trying to fly under the radar, um, stealth wise, uh, (laughs) as it were, um, yeah, obviously I was picked up on the radar. I have chosen, and I had it in mind for a little while, uh, that I would I would volunteer in the same role that I started in, so marshalling. Lovely. And and to combine that with my other favourite role uh, for much of my time at Parkrun, which was volunteer coordination. Excellent. So marshalling was your f- the first 
volunteer role that you um, undertook? That's right. Yes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the very first time you volunteered at Parkrun? I was trying to think back. In fact, I I can't remember which location I was marshalling in. It was somewhere uh, I would imagine not too far from the start or the finish because I was a newbie. I think it was within my first 10 parkrun occasions and I had been I'd been enticed to give volunteering a go by some very exuberant uh, co-event directors uh, one of whom goes by the name of Brendan and yeah it was it was a great experience I remember very clearly just watching everyone go by and and how many thank yous and and cheers I got as everyone went by and I immediately enjoyed that. So it it was nice to have my eyes opened to uh, something I hadn't done before. You're a versatile volley, that's for sure, regularly taking on more than one role on a Saturday morning. According to my research, you've done 19 different volunteer roles over those 250 days. I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but can you tell me your favourite volunteer role and why you love it? For a long time, it was barcode scanning because it helped me learn people's names. Yep. I think that's that's always been the, the helpful role because you can look at the barcode, you can congratulate people and you can read, read the name, use the name, and, and that helped me learn names. I haven't done that as much in the last few years and that's why I'm terrible with names at my home park run. Uh, so I do apologise, uh, but... I think I like timekeeping the most, to be perfectly honest. I really enjoy seeing everyone just get that last bit of enthusiasm or maybe, you know, curse their way to the finish line and just the excitement of being able to to call out the times, you know, when, you know, when the moment's right uh, to, to see the buzz going on as well past the finish line behind me. So yeah, I find... That's probably the most excitement I get. Oh, that's excellent. Do you have any especially memorable volunteering experiences you'd like to share with us? I think I think it's it's easy to say I've enjoyed volunteering with the family. I mm-hmm. haven't done it a lot, and, and in particular my two youngest daughters, you know, whilst they have helped to volunteer, uh, it's been sparing. I remember some of the early days on the beach when our course did traverse the beach, taking Zali down, building sandcastles and uh, using that as an excuse to entice her down, which was just as well because there was a long walk back up the steps afterwards. But I'm not so sure aside from that. I've loved a challenge. So the few times that I have been a photographer and sometimes doubled that up as a marshal, the challenge of being able to zip across course and pop up somewhere uh, to try and take photos from an angle, um, but that's not really a, a one-off occasion. Yeah, it's it's all a blur, to be perfectly honest. A big smiley, happy blur, but yeah. Excellent. Now, I know that at Palm this year in March, you jumped on barcode scanning at Bell Reef Park Run after you'd finished running. Is that something you like to do when you're adventuring? Are you much of a volunteerist? It's been a recent thing. It really has. How do I put this nicely? When I was kidnapped, uh, when I was kidnapped <laughs> and taken to Wentworth Common Park Run for my event number two, I made the most of that opportunity as well in barcode scanning. But Bellarive, actually, now that you mention it, that that was a true highlight. That was my first trip back home. That was Palm. And being able to, to zip back and join a, a very healthy contingent of barcode scanners to scan in. I remember scanning number 222, which Dawn finished in. So that was uh, lovely next to the, next to the cricket pitch. Uh, and 
Yeah, I think you know that's that's an even better way to enjoy visiting a park run to you know, to get the excitement of you know, being out on course in the park run, but then being fortunate enough to come back and be part of the volunteer crew and get to you know, savor everyone else's morning as well. Now, our listeners know you love to see the smooth running of your home event, but moving now from volunteering to participating in park run, I note that mm. since you started park running in June 2014, you've run, walked, or carried gumboots at 41 different locations. And at one stage, you actually managed a tourism streak of 13 weeks. Very impressive. I think our listeners who might only have been around for the last year or two might find that shocking news that you managed a 13-week streak. Um, So, you know the drill, Ollie. Excluding your home event, give us your top three park runs and why. I have to exclude it. Yep. (laughs) Well... I think the the excitement of Bell Reef was absolutely a highlight, and and that one has shot to the top uh, as being part of the top three. The reason is, of course, the company and the event. Um, but the course was was a really enjoyable one to run. It was, uh, I think we've said, relatively flat. It did have a little bit of a hill, I'm told, reliably. Yes, yes it did. <laughs> but, yeah, what a beautiful outlook and, a, and a, a wonderful welcoming crew, which, you know, to be perfectly honest, has been present at, at every park run I've been to. Um, it's really quite hard because the Palm meetups have always been highlights for me. And I have to say, uh, still right up there was the experience. Oh, uh, there are two in mind uh, in terms of the Palm meetups other than Bellarive uh, that I'm thinking of. They've all been highlights, but uh, the, the more recent adventure to Nambour was was a big highlight because the course was just wonderful. Um, it was just so incredibly hilly and challenging and we had fluffy, well, not on course at time of park run, but again, the excitement of, of being out there and uh, experiencing this course that I'd heard such so much about in beautiful surroundings, the bushland, uh, it was just a great experience. So Nambour was, was certainly up there as well. And then I guess one of the more recent ones, Jeeveston has shot into the list. Uh, Jeeveston was a lovely experience again, um, Tassie's, really been special for me getting back there this year and uh, I like to think it's not because it was my only ever first place finish but yeah that was that was a bit of a highlight <laughs> that's allowed to be a reason that's right but again the location it just yeah at that time it was it was may so it was quite cold it was quite uh, frosty well not frosty but misty and just a lovely welcoming community uh, that I really enjoyed getting to chat to and, you know, get back out on course and, and walk around once I'd finished as well. So they'd be the three that I would name. Uh, I'll probably change that, to be perfectly honest. Out of 41, you're allowed to have more than three, but I think those were excellent answers. Thank you. And sorry, Bathurst. Oh, <laughs> Bathurst is amazing. We can't we can't cover everything. I am actually about to mention Bathurst in the context oh. of the next question. Ollie, do you know where your Nendi is? Well, 
I think I'm back at Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yes. So in the interests of potentially trying to drum up enough interest to beat the Bathurst non-palm frond record of, I think it was 24 or 25 adventurers, can you tell us, do you have any plans to visit Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens so we can all be there that day? (laughs) Well, I appreciate the suggestion. I had originally hoped to make it for event number 11. That passed me by. Um, Yes, it did. So no immediate plans. However, I'm very open to it. I do need to get up there because that is, in fact, very close to the home of Hannah's boyfriend's family who I need to to get up and and, uh, have a a nice brunch with. So uh, that will be a good excuse to get up there as well as seeing any adventurers. Yes. Well, all the adventurers promise not to rock up to (laughs) Hannah's boyfriend's families for brunch, but it would be lovely for us to try and organise a frond to Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens, which I can tell you is a beautiful course. Mm. So, I have one last question before we wrap this up. Ollie, can you tell us about your parkrun and other running plans for this coming weekend? So the plans are as things currently stand and they're fairly locked in but always susceptible to change. Uh, I haven't got a queue of my alphabet. I've been very, very slowly ticking that off so I'm looking forward to visiting Queen's Domain where, of course, we did do a freedom run and freedom walk, as it were, at Palm this year but get there for a real-life parkrun. And Kathy has promised to come and join. So that will be a highlight. And then on Sunday is an event that I should be much more prepared for. But uh, as you mentioned, I have committed to to completing the event and to, to using it as motivation to raise money for uh, what I think is a wonderful cause, which is Carrie's Beanies for Brain Cancer. And trying to, to, trying to raise a, a goal of uh, some equivalent to the elevation, which is really the feature of the event. So the point to pinnacle is a half marathon that I'll take on on Sunday morning and it runs up Konani, otherwise known as Mount Wellington. Excellent. So, Ollie, on behalf of all of the listeners of the podcast, congratulations on your amazing milestone and thanks for volunteering an amazing 250 times. I also want to thank you for being one half of the best podcasting duo. You and Mel bring a lot of joy to all of the people in the adventurous community and we love listening to you both each week. I hope you and Kathy have a ball in Hobart and I hope you run well up that mountain. We'll all be looking forward to your recap in next week's pod. I'm going to go make a donation to your uh, excellent cause now. Thanks so much, Ollie. Thank you, Sam. Um, so it feels a little strange to thank myself for the interview. So thank you, Sam, for that interview. She did the deep dive, didn't she, Ollie? She did, yeah. And uh, look, it, it's been quite lovely. Uh, look, I really appreciate everyone's well wishes. I do want to say a huge thank you to everyone at Dazzers and, and across the social media channels and, and you know for all of the congratulations. It has been heartwarming and it's been very special to me to reach that milestone. I have been a bit quiet about it just because, you know, it, it just 
you know, slots in there in, in life, but it's been a lot of fun and I uh, really appreciate the chance to speak about it. So you enjoyed the morning? Oh, yeah, 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 good point. Tell us a little bit more about... I haven't really recapped, have I? So. No. Yeah, look, as preempted in that discussion, which you know, Sam and I had a chat before parkrun morning, and whilst I very nearly slotted out and slotted into some different volunteering roles, in the end, the roles that I carried out, I did the, the volunteer coordinator, just the side of it in the morning, coordinating a few people, helping out our run director, and I was fortunate enough to marshal and be photographer. So that was a lot of fun and it was particularly festive, uh, dare I say, because there were a lot of other people celebrating milestones in the morning as well. You know, we had visitors celebrating 250, we had hundreds, we had 50s. Uh, we, in fact, had you know, one of our Duke of Ed volunteers doing his volunteer 50. So shout out to Dylan who has um, still at only age 16 been one of our best run directors. Uh, with supervision, of course. But look, a huge thank you to run director Ian of the morning for his kind words and to everyone who made me feel very special. Um, you know, we had Julie Turner, one of our adventurers and, and local Shell Harbour park runners doing the run report. But not only that, you know, Julie made sure to bake some cookies and uh, you know, have them for everyone to enjoy as part of the celebration. Uh, it was also fittingly Julie's grandson, Oliver's 50th milestone. Aww. So they doubled up with some red shirts and red frogs in celebration. So, I mean, it could have been mistaken for Christmas, really, um, between the green and the red. And, yes, uh, of course, to a bunch of our adventurers for, for turning up. I mean, we had you know, Michael on the line and, and Chris and, and Kerry as well celebrating. Um, Chris Fraser was kind enough to give me a little hamper of, of goodies and treats. So I felt very spoiled and, of course, decked out in a tutu thanks to Beck Bailey who brought along the green tutu. So I got a lot of compliments for my look and that was all thanks to Beck. But it was a great morning. It was sunny. We had lots of visitors and just a great vibe, Mel. Oh, that sounds fabulous. But I do believe, Ollie, two of Shella Harbour's favourite people weren't able to be there. Would that be right, Em and Brendan? That's right. They're unwell. So we should send a big get well soon to our friends Brendan and Em. Yeah, and they, they were looking forward to being our volunteers on the line, which they do so well. So we do hope that they are both feeling much, much better very soon. But, Ollie, mm. guess what? What? You've got mail. We've got mail. Yes. We do now, Ollie. We heard this week. We got a personal message from none other than the Ideas Man. And he said, geez, we had fun at Wallaby Track yesterday with the Zoomies. Once we created the huge one at the start, it really inspired everyone to continue Zooming on the course. And with the three-lap out-and-back alternative course, there were plenty of smiles. The best part about Zoomies is that they are so inclusive. The park jump isn't. <laughs> I'm wondering if we should plan an international park run Zoomy day. And this is why he's the ideas man. That's right. That's right. And it's not not my style to say no to a good idea. <laughs> but so, Ollie, I thought, you know, we need to have a chat about this because uh, we need to figure out when would be the best time of year to do this. Hmm. Hmm. 
Well, every week, really. But um. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But wouldn't it be cool if there was a specific day and all the adventurers filled Dazzers with Zoomies? And, and there was, like, let's not go past the fact that this week there were lots, a lot of people were Zooming in your honour all around the country. Well, that's true. And I probably missed one huge detail that Beck Bailey referred to at Dazzers that <laughs> – there were a lot of photos of Zoomies at Shell Harbour Park Run, which was great fun. And, and fittingly, it coincided with an event here called Wings Over Illawarra, which was an air show all weekend. <laughs> so oh. it was a real Zoomie of a weekend. <laughs> I reckon our original uh, Palm Party man, Gary Murphy, mm. would love that because I know he's a big aeroplane air show enthusiast. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what Palm was based on. Mm. But I digress. Uh, so is there a date, uh, like a Zoomy date, Ollie, in aviation world that we could align this Mm. um, international Zoomy day with? That's a very good question. Um, I don't know. Amelia Earhart, what's a date that might, you know, her flight? Ah, yeah, well, I was thinking of her birthday, but uh, her flight. Mm. Yeah, didn't she have a solo flight? Well, maybe that's not a good, no, that didn't end so well, did it? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What about... The Wright brothers, didn't they do something? Well, yes. And look, we have a few aviation pioneers that we could potentially celebrate there. Uh, the Wright brothers' first flight was December 17. So that's that's a bit close to International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day. So that, uh, whilst I, I think your consideration would be it's a great opportunity if you've got the singlet to air out your armpits in, in the heat of summer, in the Australian <laughs> summer, I'm not sure all of our adventurers would agree with my rationale. So um, there was something out in Sunbury. Houdini, Houdini flied out in Digger's Rest, 18th of March. Oh, so that doesn't really fit either, does it? Hmm. On the 18th of March, 1910, Harry Houdini, the world-famous escapologist, made what is claimed to be the first controlled powered flight in Australia. Hmm. That's near me, Digger's Rest, and that's near Sunbury Park Run. Well, there's a candidate. There's a candidate. Yeah. Maybe we should just ask adventurers to come up with ideas for the date. Well, yes. I mean, you could draw a long bow and say, well, Zoomies are also associated with happy dogs running around. Around. And you base it on International Dog Day, which I believe is late August. But, yeah, I think let's crowdsource this one. Mm. And failing that, we'll go straight back to the ideas, man. <laughs> Fair enough. But, okay, yes. are you ready for the Consolidated Club Report? I've been waiting all pod for it, Mel. In our Adventurers Consolidated Club Report for the 12th of November 2022, we had a total of 331 members, of which 268 took part on this date at 143 locations, which were 21 events in the UK, one in South Africa, one in the USA, one in the Netherlands and one in Poland. And locally, we had adventurers at 35 events in Victoria, 27 in New South Wales, 22 in Queensland, South Australia came in fourth with nine, WA had eight, there were seven on the North Island, five in Tassie, four in ACT and one on the South Island. Now, Ollie, as far as the largest front, 
it was in Robel Domain in Queensland with eight yeah. adventurers. They were Jenny Reedman, Holly Pleasance, Linda Coombs, Belinda Russell and Pauline Taylor, Tracy Wood and Belinda Land. Which is a great turnout. We also had six adventurers out at Mitchelton in Queensland, six at Shell Harbour in New South Wales, six at Ballarat in Victoria and six at Wagoo Bridge in the ACT. Yeah, so quite a good spread and... uh, What about that number of adventurers over in the UK? Wonderful, or number of events, I should say. Yes, really impressive. But there was also some stats, Ollie. Yes. Yeah, I think I think as we picked up in Dazza's and uh, a very impressive 250 there to Helen Rutter at Ghoul. And I'm stealing your thunder there, Mel, so I'm going to let you read out all the rest. Sorry. Oh, really? No, no. <laughs> I was happy for you to do it, Ollie. Oh, right. But Carmel Roll, uh, she did her V50 out at Yowie Park Run. Thank you for volunteering, Carmel. We had... A few events celebrating Nelson numbers, Ollie, out at Wagu Bridge. There was event number 111 and Sue Keen and Yvette Turner were out there grabbing that number. At Taree, we had event number 333 and Margie Lewis was out snatching that one and Mitchelton number 444 and Bradley McCann was out there. Now picking up the cow club, Michael Blaine at Main Beach. So congratulations, Michael. And the Bee Gees club, Sue Smith down at Batemans Bay down relative to where I am. Congratulations. And Roberta Winters was out at Victor Harbour achieving her alphabetia. So well done to you, Roberta. Yes, congratulations, Roberta. She was up in our neck of the woods last week. And parkrun birthdays, Mel. Yes. So Gregana was out at Majiraba. Is that how you say it, Ollie? Majiraba. Oh, okay. Thank you. Celebrating their fourth birthday. And, uh, well... <laughs> Mel and Simon, as we heard at Callum Vale, celebrating the eighth birthday. Absolutely. And what fun it was. But there was no cake at Callum Vale, not that I saw. Ah, at least it looked relatively festive. Not to worry. You don't always need cake. You can have super dupers and weren't they That's um, right. useful super dupers? <laughs> yeah, many uses. See, there's your, there's your top tip, frozen <laughs> <Yeah>. super dupers. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, looking forward, Mel. We do like to look forward. We do. Bit of a <laughs> bit of a sprinkle of ugly popping up. There is. There's, there was a few popping up. I noticed Bruce had his new ugly on in uh, Dazzers. Yes. At a Wallaby track. And also Chantel was sporting her ugly as well. Mine hasn't turned up yet, Ollie, but I'm waiting on my visor. So my, I, know, I know my package is going to be a little bit delayed, but that's yep. okay. There's still plenty of time before. Christmas. That's right. Yeah, it's coming in nice and early for some of us. So I am also looking forward to that, Mel. But Ollie, we know where you're going to be next week because you have already mentioned that you're going to head off to Queen's Domain and you're off on your big event, uh, Point to Pinnacle. So we wish you all the very best for that. Thank you very much, Mel. I'm very excited to get back down to, well, Nipaluna land oh. in southeastern Tasmania. And yeah, very underprepared, but I'm going to give it my best for everyone that's supported. So thank you, everyone. Um, we're sure you're going to do really well. We'll be watching and waiting for updates with anticipation. So please keep us informed. Is there any way we can track you or, you know, how do I update the adventurers? Very good question. 
Um, well, I, I mean, I will be tracking it on Strava. I, d- I did get a sports splits registration thingy today that I got a message about, but I don't really know how that works. I think there's a way to track there, but I don't know how live it is. So, right. Um, will you be updating your good wife during your run? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, scrap that. Okay. And you text us when you get to the top. The plan is to get to the top and have a couple of endorphins and take some pictures. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, please let me know and I'll share them on Daz's or I'll share them on our page or you can do that yourself. Thank you. Whatever you feel like doing. No, I appreciate it. Hoping for some snow, Mel. Hoping for some snow. Snow? Yes. In November? Yes. <laughs> what about you, Mel? What's your plans for this week? Oh, don't go there. Okay. Um, I'm hoping to be able to complete a park run wherever I may be. At the moment, I can't even drive, Ollie. So if I can yeah. hitch a lift to Toolan Creek, look out, Brendan Peel, I'm going to be upping my Peel Alice Cup challenge numbers so oh there we go um yes other than that if anybody is going on a long drive interstate and wants some company (laughs) i'm I'm available goodness me oh dear no uh it'll be great when it comes i'm sure yes Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned and see where Mel ends up. Yes. Anyway, Ollie, uh, it's been great. Thank you again for joining me tonight. Oh, thank you. And having a chat as always. We're done. We are done. That's we it. We are done indeed. Thank yeah. you, everyone. So, as always, everybody, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week. We will see you all next week for more adventures. I delivered the envelope. They were exactly where you said they would be. The old guy in the beige trousers was a bit grumpy that I found them, but the intern was really pleased to see someone from her generation. James from the Channel 2 News Crew signing off.